Welcome to the Fit Mom MD podcast. On this episode, Jenny shares the six things she's doing to help stay sane in these crazy times. It's Jenny Hobbs, Fit Mom MD. This week, I want to talk with you a little bit about how I'm managing my mental health during uh, coronavirus or COVID 19 with all the stress that we have going on. I'm going to share with you a little bit about what's working for me and my own experiences, and I'm going to give you six ideas for things that you can start implementing in your life right now to hopefully improve your own mental health as we go through this really difficult time together. First is just a little bit of a background. Uh, I am a clinical physician, so I work in the hospital taking care of patients with COVID-19. I also am a mom of two. My kids are three and six. They're home from school. They are, you know, they need a lot of things right now. I'm married to uh, my wonderful husband, who's a stay-at-home dad and also helps keep, obviously, the house running, helps me with all this business stuff that I do. I'm also a coach, so I coach women on health. Uh, fitness, nutrition, mindset, and I also mentor women as they build businesses. So between all those things, I wear a lot of different hats. And I'll be honest with you, in this season uh, with coronavirus, I feel a lot of stress. I feel like everyone needs something different from me all the time. Um, I feel like a little bit misunderstood in all of the different circles and places that I go. And um, I've had a lot of ups and downs with that. So there's been days where I really felt... No one understood me and I didn't want to do anything and I just didn't want to show up anywhere. Um, And I I think we all have those days from time to time and we don't talk about it. So we think no one else has them. Right. And we just kind of curl up in our our hole at home and we don't say anything. And then it continues and everyone thinks everyone else's life is great. So I just want to put that out there that no matter how you're feeling, no matter how many bad days you've had through all this, trust me, you are not alone. And whenever I share about this stuff, so many people tell me that they're feeling the same way. So So that's just sort of a little bit of background of where I've been. So maybe you work in healthcare like I do and you're feeling stressed and pulled in a lot of directions. Maybe you're feeling a little bit frustrated with some of the politics and some of the uh, anti-science opinions out there. Um, Maybe Facebook has got you down. I I can totally relate to that. Maybe your kids are driving you crazy and not listening and everyone around you seems to be, you know, nailing this homeschool thing with their theme weeks and their projects and you're like, oh my gosh, I just can't even see how I'm going to make it through one more day. I totally relate to that. Um, whatever, maybe your spouse is driving you crazy, whatever the case may be. So, so whatever your situation, please, first of all, know we are all, we are all experiencing this to some degree, some more than others. And also know that I think there are very simple ways that we can slowly incrementally start to take control back in this really out of control uncertain situation. So I thought of a few things that that are going to work for me and I want to share them with you. And the things I picked, I picked specifically because they don't take a ton of extra time because who has that, right? And well, everyone keeps saying everyone has more time during this whole, you know, quarantine situation, but if you're like me, you actually have less time. Like my business is busier than ever and my, you know, hospital job is busy and my kids are busy. So Anyway, so I didn't want something that took a lot of extra time. That was one of my criteria. I also didn't want anything that was too complicated um, or that felt like a chore. So some things that are good for your mental health, they just feel like a lot of work to me. And I didn't. I wanted it to be things I genuinely, positively knew I would enjoy. So I would actually do them. And um, I also wanted them to be things that were not... Um, 
didn't require other people. So I wanted them to be simple enough that I didn't have to, like some things are about connecting with other people, but that also requires that you have someone that you can connect with who's free when you are and, you know, all those things. And sometimes that's a lot. So these are just really simple habits that I could implement right away um, without a lot of effort, without a lot of complication, without a lot of I should do this, but I don't really want to and without a lot of other people. Uh, So here we go. All right. So number one, sleep. For me, the sleep goal is more than seven hours. Now, I know a lot of people say eight hours. A lot of people need even more than that. So you know your own self. So if you're going to implement this, you choose the the threshold that you need. But for me, sleeping seven hours a night is a really good goal because it's something that's reasonably achievable, but it does take me a little effort because I tend to burn the candle at both ends a little bit. Um, And I've been a person in my life who's at times averaged four or five hours of sleep when my kids were little or when I was working a lot um, in my medical training. Um, probably, you know, six hours is pretty easy for me to achieve, but it's not really enough. And so I really wanted to prioritize sleep. So that's the first thing. Um, you know, if you have a tiny little baby at home and you're up every couple hours, maybe don't pick this one this time. But for most of the rest of you, I really want you to think about getting more than seven hours of sleep at a minimum, because not only is this good for your mental health and your perspective and your clarity, but also so important for your physical health. And right now we all need to have, you know, our immune system at its best um, with all this going on with coronavirus. So, so number one for me is sleep. And I actually track these things, by the way, in my planner. You guys have probably also my I have a little grid in here where I track my habits, so we can see that. Um, and so I decide what habits I'm tracking. And so right now that is really focused on these mental health habits. So sleep is in there, so each day I write down how much sleep I got. The second thing is gratitude. So I like to just jot down three things I'm grateful for at the beginning of each day to set the tone for my day. And they can be big or small, it doesn't matter. They can even be repeats as long as it's what I'm genuinely feeling grateful for. And to be honest, I don't track this anymore on my little planner because this is something that's become such a routine for me. Um, but if you, it's not a practice that you have, I would recommend sort of tracking it so you can get into that habit. And once you get into it, it's pretty easy to continue. Now, again, if you've got little kids and like even sitting down to write down, you know, three things is, is a chore, that's okay. But maybe just when you first wake up, have a trigger on your phone or something that says, what are you grateful for this morning? Like on your alarm, right? And so it doesn't take any extra time to look at that set your mind, remember those three things, really feel grateful for them, and then move on with your day, right? So again, thinking of things that don't take you a lot of time or effort or feel like a chore, but have big returns. And we know that gratitude has a huge return um, in terms of changing your perspective on life, because what you focus on is what you attract more of. And so if you focus on what you're grateful for, you'll attract more of those good things, and you'll just notice more good things. So it trains your brain to look for things to be grateful for in a situation where they're not always easy to be found, because they're always there. You just have to sometimes look harder for them. Okay, so number three on my list is to move my body. And for me, it's at least 20 minutes a day. You can pick whatever time works for you. This does not have to be an intense workout. If you haven't been working out and that's hard for you to do, this can be a walk. This can be a you know, Cosmic Kids yoga video with your kids. Whatever it is, but do something to move your body because when you move your body, that changes your mindset and your perspective. So um, if again, if you're not in the habit, do a seven-minute workout. Do a 10-minute workout, right? Um, do something with your kids for their recess time. So it's not adding any extra time for you and it's giving them a good model, but prioritizing moving your body is so important. If you need help with that, you know, as I mentioned, I am a fitness coach. I actually have free workout options you can stream online. I have my groups for extra support for this. I don't really care how you do it, but I think this one is really, really key. Um, The fourth one is to get outside. 
So for me, getting outside can be as simple as sitting on my front porch, you know, while I'm journaling my gratitude for a few minutes while my kids are having their breakfast. It can be a walk or a run outside. It can be taking my kids to the park and kicking the soccer ball. Every day it looks a little bit different. Um, Yesterday it was sitting out in the back, you know, with my coat on because it was cold and just listening to my kids play and, um, you know, scrolling Instagram. But at least I was, you know, outside, enjoying the outside. And if your weather is really, really terrible, um, I actually sometimes what I do in the winter is I have a sun lamp and I sit by my fire, but it's also by the window. So I'm enjoying the trees and stuff outside. I've got my sun lamp on and that's kind of like replacing my outside time. And of course, if you want, you can combine the two. So you can go for a walk outside for 20 minutes and there you go. You've gotten outside, you've moved your body. Um, That will help a lot, right? And you can even think about while you're doing that, what you're grateful for. Um, And then you've done three of these things really right off the bat without a lot of extra effort. Okay, so five and six are where it gets really real. Number five, spend 10 minutes doing a meditation or working on your mindset. Now, if you're like me, the thought of meditation, is kind of like, oh my gosh, just sitting there in silence, that sounds terrible. Uh, but there's some great guided meditation courses out there. And personally, I don't even like the ones that have you going through a course because then that feels like pressure to me. Like I should be going through this course. I like the ones that are like, I can just pop on, pick a guided meditation, listen to it, you know, be done. Um, I'm trying to get better about doing more silent meditation just to kind of spend more time with myself um, and not listening to someone else's voice. But that takes practice for me. And so I'm not going to beat myself up if my choice for meditation is simply 10 minutes of someone else sort of guiding me through some thoughts for the day. There are some really, really great free options out there. Even more things are available for free right now with COVID. If you need any recommendations, I'm happy to provide them. One quick idea is just an app called Insight Timer. I love it because they have so much free content and you can just kind of hunt around and find things that work for you. You don't have to feel locked into anything. But that 10 minutes of meditation is really great. The other thing you could do instead of the meditation is just 10 minutes working on your mindset. So reading a book that helps you kind of feel like you're improving a habit or um, becoming a better person, kind of taking 10 minutes to, to not be on someone else's agenda. So thinking about someone else's problems or the stressful political news or whatever, but really 10 minutes of just like getting your own mind, um, uh, healthier and stronger and better. And again, I have tons of recommendations for reading on mindset Um, or for meditation options. So just let me know if you want any specific recommendations that might be right for what you're wanting to work on. So, and I just say 10 minutes because that feels doable. Like that feels like I can put in an AirPod. (laughs) Um, Like if you have little kids and meditation is like, you know, a hilarious idea to you because you never get a minute to yourself, which I totally get there for a long time. Um, You know, you can pop in an AirPod and listen to like a book that inspires you while you're doing dishes for 10 minutes, right? That's that's easy to in, incorporate into your day. Okay, and number six is probably the least popular. Most people don't take me up on this one, but I really think it's so powerful. And that is to schedule yourself unplugged time. So time when you are not on someone else's agenda. And by someone else's agenda, I mean Facebook's agenda, Instagram's agenda, the, po- the politician of the day's agenda, your boss's agenda, right? So every time you pick up your phone and you scroll something, you scroll Instagram, you scroll Facebook, you look at YouTube, you look at your email, whatever you know places you're going, You are letting someone else's agenda and mindset and perspective come in and change your focus. And I love social media. I love being online. I love the people I meet. I I, I don't know what I would have done without all these amazing um, Facebook groups during the time of COVID where I can learn from other physicians and connect and share amazing resources, right? But what I found was happening was I was going and checking for resources 
in these social media spaces. And then I was like finding this thing and this thing and this thing. And I was down the rabbit hole. And first of all, it was time consuming. And secondly, my mindset was just not good. I was feeling very scattered and distracted and losing track of my own goals. And I was feeling like the world was just a horrible place. And not that there aren't serious issues going on right now that I care deeply about, but I wasn't showing up as my best self in any of my parts of my life because I was just letting this sort of world, uh, this chaotic world sort of in to my mindset too much of the day. And I don't think I'm alone in that, especially if you work in healthcare. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot right now. So the best solution to this that I know of is to really be vigilant about having times when you are completely unplugged. This is good for your mindset is also good for your family. And I don't want you to feel like, again, like this is like, I should do this and, you know, feel negative if you don't do it perfectly, because this is a daily Um, practice, not perfection, right? But I would recommend at a minimum that you take the first hour of your day and just have it blissfully free of all of that. Just don't look at Facebook, don't look at Instagram, don't look at your email. Get up, have some breakfast, do a workout, listen to that meditation, do that gratitude journaling, go for a walk outside. Just have breakfast with your kids or play with your kids and read a book with them. Just give yourself an hour to just like not let the world in. It feels so good. This The first hour of the day is actually my easiest unplugged time. I've been doing this for a while now and I love how it feels. So give that a try. If you can't do an hour, do 30 minutes. If you can't do that, do 10 minutes, right? Like make it work for you so that it feels attainable, but try to get that practice in. I'll tell you personally for me, because that first hour was kind of already there, but I was still noticing my mindset wasn't great. I added an hour after bedtime or at bedtime. So before bed, instead of getting lost in the world of coronavirus news and all the things, which, you know, it's just easy to scroll on my phone before bed. I really started working on turning my phone off and doing something else. Um, So like one night I read a book and that felt really good. I'm not perfect. I'm not saying I do this every single night. It's just so so easy to get back online, especially since I do a lot of work online. But I think that that is going to be really helpful for me. So that's an area I'm working on right now. The other great time to be unplugged would be like around dinner time. So make a rule in your family that everyone puts their phones on the chargers and we sit and have dinner. And then maybe we hang out as a family for a little while before bed. Um, We do this with my kids. And again, it's easy for me to get sucked in, like take a picture of my food for my nutrition, uh, for my fitness business. And then my phone's right there. And then, you know, I get distracted and I start looking. So I'm not going to tell you I'm perfect. But my goal is an hour in the morning, an hour around dinner and an hour bedtime where I'm not plugged in. And I'm, trust me, the rest of the day, I'm getting plenty of news and information. I'm not missing anything too crazy. Um, But I noticed that the day that I do that, my mindset is so much better. All right. So there you go. So those are the six things that I'm going to be working on to try to prioritize my own mental health. Because I know that I can't be there for my patients, my kids my clients, you know, my husband, if I'm not doing those things. And I do want to mention, by the way, I've had some feedback on this from some people who maybe don't love checkboxes as much as me and the whole, you know, they're like, wow, this just feels like a productivity thing. And it's maybe like a negative space or, you know, makes me less happy. And I want to be really clear. You need to pick what makes sense for you. And you need to say, okay, what do I deeply desire for my own happiness, right? And what is realistic? And then then you pick these things. So it shouldn't feel like a chore list. It should feel like this is how I know that I'm truly taking the steps to honor the priorities that I do have. Because what I find for me is that I can say I prioritize sleep, but if I don't have something in front of me saying this is my, my goal and whether I'm doing it or not, I'm not going to prioritize it over other things because I'll let other people's agenda take over, okay? 
And I don't beat myself up if I don't get seven hours of sleep and I don't stress about it, but it just helps me to see it in black and white and know that I'm focusing on it. Okay. And so you really have to personalize this to yourself. If you haven't done any of these practices before, I wouldn't recommend starting with all six of them. I would recommend starting with one of them and making it simple. And maybe instead of making it 20 minutes, making it 10 minutes or five minutes. So do what you need to do to make it align with your goals and to make it not overwhelming and achievable. And then track it and don't stress yourself out if you don't do it perfectly. Just know that if you're tracking it and paying attention to it, you'll do better than if you weren't paying attention at all, right? So it's just honoring your priorities in a positive way. And for me, having this, you know, system to actually check it off helps me to focus on it, right? And by the way, if you would find it helpful, I would be happy to make up like a little printable with this um, system that I use and even include some habits for you. So let me know if you like that. I will definitely send that over. Um, but just to recap really quick before I go. So the six things that I'm going to be doing, number one, focusing on my sleep for me, at least seven hours. Number two, focusing on my gratitude practice, which for me is jotting down three things I'm grateful for each day. Number three, moving my body or exercising at least 20 minutes a day. Number four, getting outside at least 20 minutes a day. Number five, doing a 10 minute meditation or mindset reading each day. And number six, unplugging, which for me, I'm going to be adding that unplug hour before bedtime. Um, but I'm also going to continue my unplug hour in the morning. And I'm going to keep working on that hour at dinner time and not getting distracted as well. Again, for you, these things may look a little bit different, but keep these six categories in mind. Pick one. Let me know what you're going to do um, if you like these tips. And if you want more tips like this, also please let me know. Thanks so much. And of course, if you do enjoy this content, be sure to subscribe and also leave me a review or a comment below. I would so appreciate hearing what you enjoy, what I can do better, and how I can better uh, help you in this crazy time. Thanks for listening to the FitMomMD podcast. You can find out more at FitMomMD.com. Subscribe to our podcast to see what Jenny has in store for us next week.